Serengetis? What was the? What was that one? Oh, that's from the Toto song Africa. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's in that song. Wait, what's the I, line? I realized on the last pod I did not bring up that that line is in the song. No, I had no. Is that in a verse? Yeah, in the second verse. As sure as, as sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus over the Serengeti. That's a fucking line. That's the line. I thought that was another Anchorman. Let's like <laughs> like I a, thought, a warm up. Yeah, yeah vocal warm up. That is the line in that horrible song. That we ended the last episode with. Uh, sorry to be talking to you without my tooth. I know it's weird. Are you going to out yourself? Oh, everybody knows about my tooth. Oh, really? Well, I don't well, know. Maybe not our Patreon. Our, lis- our listeners don't know about your tooth. I'm missing a tooth, and honestly, it's a pain in the ass, and I can't wait to get dentures. Do you, know the, do you know the name of the tooth? Is it called like D37? No, or? I do not care. It's a front one. So It's a big one. Since we're, I guess, already rolling, I didn't even have to. Hold on. <coughs> there it is. <laughs> Every time. Every time. All right, now I'm warmed up. You see that? You hear that? You hear the difference in my voice? I do. It, there's, it's girthier. There's bubbles. Okay, so Cameron yes. just surprised me. I'm talking to our listeners, not you. Right. Cameron just surprised me by doing the sexiest, trashiest thing that one can do. We were actually talking about this over text this week. What Who, did I do? No, we were talking about people being meth hot. Oh, right. Yeah. Like Tony like, Collette? Yeah, Tony Collette. We were talking right. about horror films and Tony Collette and how everyone just wants... Trailer Park Meth yeah, Hot. Trailer yeah. Park Meth Hot. And that's just because you're from the sticks in Oregon and right. I'm from the sticks in Tennessee. Right. And we and, probably all saw Black Snake Moan at one point. Oh, I probably did yeah. it too. But I think it's more of just being a part of trailer park lifestyles when uh-huh. we were kids and seeing, you know, at, being young, impressionable adolescents, seeing these like hot trashy slumlord babes you know with right like, with cut off denim shorts. and they're just doing it it's hot because they're just like they're 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 they doing their care. lives they're like they're like well, this is the way it is and yeah i'm gonna make the best of they're it they're rocking what they have which is exactly what you're doing right now so what, what are you what are you getting at here so cam just looked at me and said okay i'm gonna scare you a little bit which when cam says that to me i know something's coming right and he proceeded to take out something called the maryland bridge in his mouth. Well, yeah. And that is your toothlessness, correct? Right, yeah. I'm missing one tooth. I never had a permanent tooth there, so I've always had to have something How in place. How is it that you never had a permanent tooth? I don't know. Is that How the hell am I? Ask, do, do you, is that the only tooth that you... Ask whatever you believe made us. So... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's dear, the only one. Uh, dear David Lee Roth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wait, you had only one tooth that i had a baby have, tooth there but right. then when it came out nothing grew in and you know i had x-rays and there's no tooth in there so there was just was none, that the only tooth no that you didn't have a permanent tooth yeah that's it wow you've got teeth like god's shoe shine that was <laughs> wow. a modest mouse reference for it was, people yeah. who who aren't there also today we're feeling a little bit <coughs> so i still gotta work on my yeah, warm-ups still doing it. um we're feeling a little bit crazy today or at least I am. Cam, well, the whole feel? West Coast is on fire. The whole so, dude. It, it looks like Silent Hill outside. I don't know if you guys out there played that video game um, of yesteryear. They don't have to. There's movies of it. That's true. There is a movie that wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad make. It was forgettable. It was forgettable. You're right. <laughs> um, Where are we going with this? So we're feeling a little crazy. There might be some dashboard confessional references. Right. You uh, came in hot with one. Today. I did. I, just right out the gates. And I had a guitar tuned ready for it. it was, was that great. in like Open G or Open so? D. Yeah, Open of D. Yeah, of course. Um, so Cam, 
please tell me you're just feeling tired because if it's more than that, I feel that I might break. That's the first one, and it's probably won't be the last. <laughs> There's a lot of winners in that song. Wow, what an episode we it's, have for I'm, you guys! I, I'm, today. I'm excited. I'm uncomfortable. I'm so. Why is it? What? Maybe we should just stop letting me have a side because well, I feel like every side I have, it's like. Well, I just think it's because of the quarantine. You're so so horny. You want to know something? Today's that. an anniversary for me. Okay. It is a six-month anniversary of not having sex. Today. Oh, my God. Explicitly You're okay today. to air that. That's fine? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. I've been dry for six months. Dry six. So that's what makes this list make more. Actually, this list is just going to make you, I'm sorry to say, but it's just going to make you throb. Uh, I'm, if I was a lead singer in a really commercially successful pop rock band from the 90s, my name would be Throb Thomas. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to do, what are you going to call this? this playlist i mean i've got plenty of names you okay. know i can't I just stock. put the i want to sex you up playlist that's good i like that i'll give you one of the names right now okay. let's see um i'm gonna call this a horizontal musical in the key of coitus <laughs> <laughs> and just to leave you on that cliffhanger but then follow it up uh with a little bit of information about it we are doing a sex playlist today mm-hmm. for I our think listeners. they got it. Yeah. Oh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's so gonna be, it's going to be sexual. Did you go? I just want to preview. Did you go more funny or are you going straight sexual? You know, I started going funny. I did too. And, and then I realized as we were talking about last episode when you brought up the Spotify playlist, the hardest songs to have sex to, such as "She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain" <laughs> and and tunes like that. I, you and I are both, and we'll probably get to this again here in a second when we when we hit the list. But you and I are both pretty detail oriented when right. it comes to listening to music. Right. So when I'm throwing down the zone, I'm listening to the tune as well. Right. And that's distracting. So I can't have anything too funny. Right. You know, you can't just it. put Smash Mouth All Star in there and be that like, would, "Oh, this no, is great." Not no, a, it's not. That how belongs it's on work. that other place. It's I, not the playlist we talked about last episode. We're talking about one that. That hits. Right. That hits right. Right. Yeah. We Unfortunately, want... my my wife would not let me try out my playlist before the pod because she knew I would talk about Th- it. That's a perk of marriage. I, that's what I try to argue all the things. Listen, but... <laughs> Bunny, if you're listening, I'm six months dry over here. You know, me being six months dry and me thinking about that now, I should have put that one song. And I miss you. Like the deserts miss the rain. Everything but the girl? Everything but the girl. Well done, dude. That's a uh, good one. They actually had a couple of really hot singles. Yeah, I, I never got into them, but I've, I've, I've heard their name come up a lot recently. I think people, really? people are missing that song. Like, Oh, it's not like ironic to listen to Everything But The Girl now. <laughs> no. Kind of like Dashboard. I think they're cool now. Huh. I can't wait till it's that way for Savage Garden. <laughs> what was the big... Sa- I mean, there were multiple big Savage Garden. I mean, Garden Truly, hits. Madly, Deeply was the big, big one. Can you, you know? can you hum me a couple bars? Uh, I want to stand with, with you on but the But it was really about I want you. That Every time I look and see your face, I just close so my eyes. eyes, eyes like a chicken cherry cola. Chicken cherry cola. Yeah, that was the track. Wait, what came first? Bare Naked Ladies, Chickadee China, the Chinese Chicken, or Savage Garden's Chicka Cherry Cola? I believe it happened the same day, cause an eclipse. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we incredible. opened the portal. We opened the Chicka portal. Oh, boy. You got some, you got some, we got some good tunes today, some mm-hmm. goat-worthy ones. Um, got some very good goat-worthy tunes. It's side tunes. B, Al's side. It is my side. Although, and I guess technically it's my birthday episode, because my birthday is next week. Oh, my God. Wait, the 14th. 18th. Fuck. You're yeah. a day after my father. That's right. Are you my father? No. Will you be my daddy? No. Okay. 
I wish there was a dashboard line about will you be my dad. I think there right? is. It's probably just more poetic. Than that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I punched the wall and then you said, yeah, something there like it is. that. Yeah, yeah. that's Was it. that off Swiss Army? That was off of Swiss Army. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. So, sorry for y'all listening. I know we've actually had a couple of really great episodes, um, if you if you have joined us in Season 2. We're going to ruin that today, mm-hmm. uh, because it's my side. I typically tend to ruin our, our, our hot streaks. No, no, I just think you just like to throw us directly off the rails. Yeah. Which is fun for a little while. Listen, you know? man, this is... And list- believe me, it's, it's going to be needed, because next episode is the ultimate Radiohead Definitive episode, Radiohead 20th album anniversary listing. of Kid A yeah. episode. We're going to argue. All we're talking about is Radiohead in-depth arguing about it. We're going to argue. Yeah. So we need a fun one. We do need it. Okay. So, well, the list was going to be more uncomfortable, which was the top 10 songs to get a foot job to. So Jesus Christ, that's I d- specific. It's very specific, and I'm speaking for a friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Can't you have that friend just give you that list? Yeah. Uh, is it a friend? It's a friend. It's a friend. <laughs> Um, also, to get back to it, because we're seemingly all over the place today, Cam's smile right now is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. It's so when Cam earlier said, I might whistle, I might scare you with this. I whistle between my two front teeth, too. We'll see. Um, he took out his tooth, and now he's just looking, dude, you look so punk. <laughs> it looks, it literally looks like you're about to spit acid out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's a way more hardcore version of me. It's super hardcore. Yeah. Should we get into the episode? I guess. I mean, you want to bring in your side B track first? Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, I listened to it. It's quite enjoyable. It is quite enjoyable. This song is called Golden Lady Sauerkraut by a relatively new artist. I believe it's pronounced Merce Lemon. Merce Lemon. M-E-R-C-E, but you know the both of us. We overpronounce everything. It's not Merce. Merce? Merce. Merce. Merce Lemon. Uh, I this, like them all. All of those are great. <laughs> and you brought it. What did you bring in? Uh, I brought in one of the new Idol songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll get heavy after uh, after yours. Why is it that you and I, I mean, sometimes we line up. This one, not at all. We nah, were, we're no, like, I brought in fun. something really cutesy. Stark contrast. Very stark contrast. And you brought in... Kind of a prolific, like, riot punk band. Yeah, right I mean, now, it's, right? a, it's a protest song, really. It is, yeah. More than anything else. Idols is great, dude. Actually, we need more groups like Idols. I just saw today on the internet, uh, Idols is in a bit of a British um, British band war with uh, Sleaford Mods. Sleaford Mods? Who I'm not as familiar with, but uh, they apparently are, like, just being assholes to him. It's like an old Blur, Blur Oasis, Oasis thing, like but a not nearly war. as interesting because idols are awesome. And yeah, Sleep idols mods are, are like they suck. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know. I so t- wait, are you are you not a Blur guy? Um, no, I like Blur. I don't whose really side, get involved. Whose side were you on if you had to choose one? I probably would have early been on early Oasis side, and then I would have jumped ship to Blur halfway through. Yeah, because <laughs> they had much better records. Right. Well, the thing about Blur is that they were more prolific with their output. Yeah, But definitely. there's a lot of throwaway songs. Yeah. There's a lot of and weird Oasis experimental. Oasis has a lot of timeless hits, but they're up their own ass so Yeah, much. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Both great. Those Gallagher's. Those yeah. fucking Gallagher's. Have you seen the uh, the documentary Supersonic? No, is it good? Uh, it is, especially depending on who you ask. If you ask Liam Gallagher, for example, <laughs> it's not good. He no, his one word quote for it was that it was biblical. <laughs> and I wonder what Noel had to say about it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, my brother's a fucking potato. <laughs> Some shit like that. Exactly. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, let's get into your song. You want to tell yeah, me a bit dude, about it, or you want to just hit it? 
Um, I really don't know much about it. Um, maybe I would have brought in the new Bruce Springsteen song if right. I wouldn't have heard it just this morning because it was released today. You didn't today. seem stoked on it either. No, it's awful, but I still would have brought it in just so we could talk smack on well, it. Well, I'm glad I don't have to listen to that. Yeah, right it's, not, I like it's, this it's called Letter to You, and it's about... Yeah, and it, we won't why are we, why are we talking yeah, about it. No, we, <laughs> let's not get into it. Uh, this song is great. Golden Lady Sauerkraut, another... Under two minute cutesy. Uh, oh, you're self- on a roll with that. Same with last. last yeah, episode. no, exactly. I just vulnerable confessionals under two minutes seems to be my new thing. But let's just kick into it with a goat worthy tune from yours truly. This is Merce Lemon Golden Lady Sauerkraut. Right down the middle, straight down the center. I'm looking like Bobby from Twin Peaks. It smells like vinegar, I'm eating sauerkraut with these confusing flavors. Is it my food or my feet? Snake touch, show the girls I'm tough. Wear my leather jacket even when it's hot. Turn up that reverb, go melt that butter. I've never been to. I'm eating sauerkraut with beans. These confusing flavors. Is it my food or my feet? Wow, that's yeah. poetry. Uh huh. It really is. But dude, what a cool song, right? Yeah, like it's with great. the marching snare. Yeah. The violin, the fiddle, if you will. I mean, you get right in and get right out. Yeah, it's great. It's a lot of fun, though. Also, I brought it specifically for you because of the, the Twin I'm Peaks looking reference. like Bobby from Twin Peaks. Thank you for that. Which also. Is I mean, she must be talking about the leather jacket that Bobby wears, right? Because most of the song, she's saying, wear my leather jacket even when it's hot. Right. So it, it must be like, it's not a bad thing that she's looking like Bobby. No, Bobby is super, especially in the, the he's first so season. Hot. He's so hot. He's a dreamboat. He's so hot, dude. I mean, he's a shit He was shit even bag. great in The Return. Well, not in the, I felt like he really redeemed he himself. He did in the redeem return. himself. You're right. Actually, he redeemed himself closer to the end of season two, as this I remember. This was my ultimate plan. To talk about Twin Peaks. We're pivoting. We're a Twin Peaks <laughs> podcast. Welcome back to the Go Parade, an exclusive Twin Peaks podcast. <laughs> what if we did an entire Twin Peaks universe episode rating? That would take, I mean, that would take six episodes, right? Yeah, I would do that for a year. Yeah, we should do that. Maybe we should have a spinoff. I love it. Yeah. Maybe but, just create the Goat Parade universe. Well, before I don't give it any more credit, Merce Lemon, Golden Lady Sauerkraut. It's fun. fantastic. Super fun track. Yeah. I, I really want to hear the rest of that album. I believe it just came out. It just came out. It came out about three weeks ago. It's called Moonth. Moon, yes. M-O-O-N-T-H, like month with another O. No help on pronouncing that one either. Absolutely not. Thanks for, the, thanks and, for these unpronounceable and songs. Yeah, you, you know you and I aren't terribly great at pronunciation. Hey, we try. You we know, I just, I just read it as I see it, and it's always wrong. <laughs> it's just like, that wasn't it. I mean, it comes from having an unpronounceable last name. Yeah, Demetric. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's not I, how you think. For, you would... for years, I thought it was dime trick. Right. Demitrike, I Demi- get all the time. D- Demitrike? Yeah. Wow. Well, it's because that M throws, because it's D-M-Y-T-R-Y-K. No vowels. Just the Y, the sometimes Y. That's my whole life. Yeah, your last name in a game of Wheel of Fortune would be pretty insane. I'd like to buy a vowel. E. There are no E's. You're like, come on. You, you just, <laughs> yeah, you'd lose money on this yeah, one right. for sure. <laughs> I'd like to. Uh, 300. Y. There are 17 Y's. <laughs> just money rains down. <laughs> Wait, that's not how we'll. I apparently, I have no idea how Wheel of Fortune works. No, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't um, seen it in so long. More Jeopardy, man? Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah. Alex Trebek is just... God bless so his heart. If I was going to have, like, a sexual daddy... Definitely. Like, I fantasy, because a that. lot of people have sexual daddy fantasies yeah. these days. Yeah, it's It not, honestly feels no like judgment. the sexual daddy fantasy is more rampant and prominent than it's ever been, which is Zaddies, cool. Zaddies, I believe they call Zaddies, them. yes. Yeah. And it's really giving dudes... You know, from 45-plus who are kind of silverbacks at this yeah, point. Yeah, who's like the OG zaddy? Is it like Burt Reynolds? I would say Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil's Dr. the OG. Phil. <laughs> Jesus. Is it Tom Selleck, maybe? To- yeah, Tom Selleck. That womb broom. The yeah. mustache he has I, yeah, is insane. Yeah, I associate with the mustache. Yeah. Well, today, when you get through your sexual playlist, you might, you might, it might be better than sex, <clears> and you can imagine whatever zaddy you got in mind. Uh, do you mean a horizontal musical in the key of coitus? Give me one other title for, for uh, this list. Okay. Compositions for Human Penetration. Wow, that one's extremely graphic. I love that. <laughs> um, uh, I'm saving I feel the, like that's going to be full of like, the way that's titled. It's going to be like Steve Reich and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving the best title for when we actually okay. get to the list. And we're talking about the list so much just because we're priming ourselves and we want you to stay for it. Right. I exactly. like how we've been kind of teasing the listener along. Yeah, yeah. Giving them, giving them a little bit of a preview. For this list, it would be called Foreplay. Oh. oh, oh, very nice. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, before we get, there's another goat-worthy tune I got here. Yes. That we're going to get really pumped up for. Yeah, this shit rolls. Uh, and it's Grounds by Idols. Um, I've been a big fan of Idols for, I guess, three years now. I didn't even know that they were that old. The, the first time I've heard they're of not, Idols. They're not much older than that. I think okay. their first album was maybe 2016. I maybe heard a couple of songs about eight months ago, and I thought yeah. to myself, this shit is sick. It sounds like like Manchester saliva just being right. gut, like beer bonged by a house totally. squatting son of a bitch. Like and a you bloke. Can tell the, his, what's really interesting about Idols, it's like, you know, that progressive post-punk sound. And then his lyrics are like half protest song. Right. Half pop culture references. Yeah. And it's very strange. And, and it's a, I can see how it could be a polarizing taste. I think that's what some people don't love about Idols is his... His grunting, strange lyrics about celebrities. That. That's awesome. But, like it really threw me on their last album when I heard a Love Island reference in the second song. Don't ever fight a man with a perm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a Love Island reference, which my wife was at the time watching, and I was like, "There's no way he just talked about Love Island in this punk rock song." That's and awesome. So yeah, he'll throw you with his. Lyrics. I think it is punk to put in pop culture references I do too. I these love days that shit. because it is kind of. It is railing against the system of how culturally obsessed we are with the Kardashians. And, yeah, yeah. You know, the monarchy over there. It's and, kind of, yeah, it, it paints that window of, like, our lives, you know. For sure. Like, but I wanted to read a little bit about the, the release of the album. Please. Just good, the, the blurb about it was that uh, the album's called Ultra Mono. They recorded it in Paris with the producer of the last album, Nick Linnae and Adam Greenspan, and also with new, a new producer, Kenny Beats, 
who huh. is a is more of a hip hop producer for the most part. I could I with. couldn't pick that up from the last name. Yeah, uh, he works with like Vince Staples, the Baby, O uh, Three Greedo, huh? Like really cool stuff. So it's an interesting. Pit. So there's a bit of there's a bit of shine on well, some of this new material. The press release he said Ultra Mono was sonically constructed to capture the feeling of a hip hop record. So the, the album also. So the kick's really hot. The snare's really crisp. Yeah, yeah, and and there's there's a slew of guests on it: Jenny Beth Savages, Warren Ellis from Nick Cave and Bad Seeds. Oh wow! Like it, it's it's going to be it's definitely one of my most look forward albums. Of they the haven't year. released the full record, right? It's September 25th. So how many singles have they put out? Uh, four songs so far, cool. but I'd say only two of them have been like the singles, and then there's kind of a couple deeper cuts. But it is reminiscent one, as we were talking earlier. It's kind of like. A more commercial girl band for the right. listeners out there who've listened to the band simply named girl band yeah which is this kind of like post- they're, they're so much more abrasive they really are and they're they're more post-punk than they are punk and i feel like idols is it's more interesting when i really got into girl band i what i realized is more than anything else they're techno they are they're like the, the they way have they're, like they're, really they're, insane they their songs. In, right industrial they, they, breakdowns they just chug and they chug four on the and floor occasionally it'll all burst but sometimes right. it doesn't even. sometimes it doesn't like, even it's get kind there. of like trance music. it's all re- attack and release at yeah. that point it's, it's just very very abrasive yeah <laughs> well this is a much more uh arranged version of the girl band abrasiveness and this is just a fucking badass it's, fu- it's fucking punk <laughs> yeah let's listen to this yeah shit. let's listen to grounds by idols <laughs> You will not catch me staring at the sun Not sucking on a dum-dum, not turning round to run No hallelujahs and no kingdom comes So you will not catch me staring at the sun
Wow. Do you hear that thunder? Is that thunder? Is he saying thunder? Yes. God, I wish I was I wish I was a bloke. I, I wish know. I was just like some gravel chugging like Stein swilling oh, anarchistic English. Do you hear that thunder? You, oh man, yeah, it would make a lot of sense. Fuck, that is so rad. What a tune. Yeah, that I, is a that's a protest song for I'm the I'm glad new age. you went into the discourse of Kenny Beats producing this record right. because some of those really nasty like detuned bass slaps yeah. where it's just <clears throat> vibrating yeah. against the neck. Um, I think it was a risky move that's going to pay off big time. For sure it's like, going to pay off. Yeah. I think, well, like, they probably thought initially, like, this is kind of a risky move. Like, we could work with all these big time rock producers. Right. And they were like, you know what? No, then it would like just sound like another right big time rock yeah. record. And who, and fuck, those don't, who wants honestly, that? those aren't aging as well. No, they're you not. You know, tonality wise as, as hip hop. I mean, you put on a 90s hip hop album, it still sounds. It still sounds so good. Fantastic. It sounds impossibly good. How did they do that? But yeah, no, you can hear it in the kick because the drums are so minimal too. Mm -hmm. It kind of has that hip hop approach. Like, yeah. let's minimalize some of the overhead. Let's make sure we bring in the cymbals when they are really needed. Yeah, it's the way. Yeah, the way that song's built is really interesting. Like the little guitar speckles. Yeah, and is that a guitar? I, I guess don't that. Know. It, I mean, it sounds like a synth pad, or it yeah. sounds like some it type of arpeggiator. A guitar and synth. I don't know, but. Um, I wish I could see him live, you know? Yeah. I did see him live at Desert Days in 2000, I believe it was 18. How was it? Incredible. Was I mean, it? they were the best band of that day. It now, was, for it was the crazy. listener, too, Idols is I-D-L-E-S, yes. not I-D-O-L-S, such as we are idling and not, uh, you know, it, it, Find it hard to believe praying that wasn't to taken. our idol. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate when bands come around and you're like, oh, how was that How was that not? <laughs> right. Come on, come on. Because truly all good things are taken. Right. Like, I wanted to name my new group Toad the Wet Sprocket, but that... <laughs> <laughs> That's a bummer. I can't believe that was taken. I can't believe... <laughs> and by such a great band, too. <laughs> oh. What a tune, dude. So Thank you for bringing that in. What's their song? Can, if you could only see Seal the way that there? She, she loves me. me. Wait, was that not know. live? I thought that was live. No, live was the placenta falls to the floor. Right. Well, that's not all I was known for. Live has a ton of great songs. Really? I alone. What's wait, give me I alone? Get hum a couple of bars of that one. I'll give you the pre chorus. To leave you there by yourself, sing you in there. I alone. I have love no idea. You. What? <laughs> oh, I alone love you. you. I don't love you. Yeah. I didn't know that that was live. Oh, it's a great song. Is it live or live? No, it's live. It's right? live. Like, how is that not taken? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, all right, well, let's get into the sex. Yeah, already? I, you're not primed? I mean, I'm feeling pretty, especially after that Idol song, I'm feeling super. Do you hear right. that funda? Funda. <laughs> the sound of strength Listen, and number. Before we, before we jump into it, I'm just feeling really vulnerable about this list and okay. i'm feeling really vulnerable about it being my six month dry anniversary <laughs> and i'm just I can't believe this is more important than my birthday <laughs> of course 2020 my birthday is on a friday right? okay we're gonna take a second to sing you happy birthday no, before we get into listening no. yes we are yes that's, we are that's unnecessary. Uh, so uh, whoever's listening join in no, okay you ready no. Can you do it fast? Is it, can you up the tempo so we can get through it? <laughs> no, don't. I don't mean to put a dance. Happy you. birthday to you. That's worse. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear sultry voice, post punk king of Los Angeles. Happy birthday to you. 
It actually kind of is in the style of our theme, so I dig it. <laughs> Happy birthday, dude. Oh, thanks. Um, I can be so president now. This is when... Oh, yeah, you're finally getting into your late 30s. You're 37? Mid, mid... I'm 35. You know the rule about musicians in their 30s, right? Whenever they tell you they're a certain age, you have to add two years oh, on to it. God. Yeah, so you're 37. I feel 37. Happy birthday. No, we already did it. Mr. Sultry Voice, post-punk king of Los Angeles. Now he's doing it Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe style. Happy no, birthday to you. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Wow. So now I'm... Uh, talk about Throb Thomas. Okay, now I'm ready to get sexual with Are you. Are you ready? Yes. Let's hit this list of mania. List of mania. Okay. Um, so how are we going to set this up? Because I kind of just am doing it like, kind of like a... Like no, a, we need to do it like we did... Well, it was what, like the second episode we did the funeral mixtape. Mm-hmm. We kind of just go through our own... This is our sex mixtape. Okay. And I'm going to let you choose if you want me to go first or you to go first. Because it is your birthday episode. I'm good with either. All right. I think yours is going to be more outrageous probably, so maybe I'll start. I went pretty sincere, dude. When it comes to lovemaking, I don't, yeah, but I don't fuck know around. How, how pun six intended. months horny is... I feel like it's going to be way different, you know? Do you hear it in my voice? <laughs> I can hear it because you're doing that. Uh, uh, yeah, well, you're making those sounds. Ooh. Are you going to do that the whole time I list mine? Uh. <laughs> that one didn't sound sexual. <laughs> it sounds like I've got COVID. Um, okay, so I'll go second. You go first. But I just want to talk about a couple of more of these list names that I have. What did you call the list? Uh, I want a sex you up playlist. Okay, cool. I'm thinking the hormone hustle. Nice. Um, tracks for the beast with two backs. <laughs> Think about that one. Think about that one. It's, I know. That's, that's the fucking gold. Wow. I'm going to repeat that. something. Tracks for the beast with two backs. I want you to think about that. I want you to draw that. I want you to conjure that image in your mind and keep it there. Uh, also known as uh, the iPod scuffle. <laughs> I like to call this one. Um, and tones for the face thrown, I wow. think too, because you know there's gonna be. How, uh, speaking of face thrown, how did you set yours up? Did you, did, did do you have like a, like a stage of the intercourse? Like right, with yeah, H2? I wrote it through the intercourse. Okay, cool. From, from pretty much from beginning. From to foreplay to climax. Yeah, basically. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's basically how. Did you do that too? Yeah. Wow. That's oh great. yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm already getting hot. So should I start mine off? Oh, oh no. Not the, that one also didn't sound <laughs> sexual. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Let's, let's hit it, dude. Let's, so, let's get in for tracks for the beast with two backs. <laughs> oh, this is a weird thing to do, but I, um, you know, I'm going to start things off. Let it all out. Just like start things off like, like Let it all any time. You start it off with a kiss. Oh, you start with a kiss? By Prince. Oh, wow, dude. Yeah. That's what you're going to start with? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to watch Dynasty to have an attitude. That sets the mood right there. Act your age, mama. Not your shoe size. Oh, that is starts hot. off with a kiss, and I'm not talking Mr. Brightside. Can you... <laughs> oh, you can't bring up... I should have put Mr. Brightside on my I was list. worried it was just going to be all of Just all of Hot Fuss, hot yeah. Fuss. Um, but now, when you go through your tunes, can you set the scene for me a little bit, too? Like, I know you want to start it off with a kiss, and that's where kiss comes in. But can mm-hmm. you kind of give me, like, since no one in the audience, no one listening right now, minus your wife, Jess, if she's listening, no one's seen you have sex. Right. Um, can you I, – I want people to get a feel for, like, how we do <laughs> the deed. 
Yeah, I just didn't want to get that graphic, but yeah, if you no, insist. no, no. I, again, I'm not talking inch setting. for inch here. Just setting, setting, mood lighting, okay. like if you're gonna like swivel your hips a little bit. All right. Yeah, and I'll probably I'll probably start dancing, like you know. Okay. All right. Cool. Kiss by Prince. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some dancing. You're gonna do I'm some a dancer. Dancing. I okay. dance a lot. They'll be dancing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you know. No, the, but the, do you the, gently the, caress Jess's face while Kiss is on? I don't think we should like make like just like constantly is bring this, her into this. Is this me just being really hot right <laughs> now? Like I, I know you want to get off. Oh, fuck. But I, I'm just trying to make a playlist here <laughs> and keep you from finishing. <laughs> <laughs> That's also not sexual. <laughs> All right, but after the kiss, we both know we're getting into, yeah. you know, we both know because it's, right. the, it's the red light special. Oh, wow. TLC. Damn. No Bow. way. That's a really great track, too. Now, when that comes on, does that mean it's like, is it getting closer to business time or is it then business time? I mean, that's that, that song is just like. That's pretty business time. I mean, it's just like a sexual melody of consent. Sexual like, melody of consent. The red light's on. The red light is on. Yeah. And it's not Roxanne. Got thank God. And <laughs> turn on the red. I'm a big crazy sexy fool. Oh, yeah. No, obviously. Um, now, when that comes on again, I, I still want some visuals here, Cam, <laughs> because I'm, I'm over. I'm going to go ahead and unbutton one more button on my shirt. Yeah, there we go. And for the listener who can't see, I'm now one more button down. The taco meat is hanging out. I got hamburger helper for Cam over here. Okay. It's just, you know, the setting thing, you know, because I'm, as you, you put it in my extremely late 30s and I'm married, I just don't think it'd be interesting to you. I'm very interested. I just unbuttoned one more button on my right, shirt, and I'm dude. trying to keep the buttons intact. Oh so no! I'm by the end moving. of this list, fucking game over. After you get the red light, though, yeah. you gotta ask, "How do you want it?" Oh, Tupac featuring Casey. Damn, Parker. that's a th- dude. That is a thug love jam. Yeah, that's hot. How do you want it? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. You feeling Ooh, that? That I'm. I'm one no. more. No, okay. Not one more button down. <laughs> I, it's it's coming though. It's coming. It's gonna come down definitely at now. It's gonna come down to it. Yeah. Because next the hammer comes down. The sledgehammer. Dude, P. Gabe sledgehammer. Yeah. That's okay. Hold da, on. Da, 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 you're moving too. You're moving too fast. Da, da, da. You're moving too fast, and I think we need to slow it down a little bit. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. Because right, I I'm to be really, good for you too. I'm, I want it to be good for you. I'm savoring this. You mm. have to understand. A little more foreplay. A little more foreplay. A little more foreplay. Because, dude, the sled. I think I actually think Sledgehammer. When P. Gabe Sledgehammer comes on, that's business time. Right. Like, well, the, yeah, that's the Sledgehammer. I'm, how do you want it? I'm still asking. How do you want it? Right. right. And and whoever you're having sex with, I'm not going to keep bringing your wife into this, <laughs> but whoever you might be having sex with at the time is going to tell you. And of course, she she looks up at you with those consenting beautiful eyes and says cam bring the hammer down god that was weird <laughs> is that did, did i just sound like jess i don't know I, no <laughs> but i don't know why i looked you in the eye when you said that it's weird i told you this is gonna be the ultimate will they won't they think this yeah you're unbuttoning your shirt yeah i'm already feeling <clears throat> a little chafed Okay, that's okay not so <laughs> so hold on. So P. Gabe comes in with, right, sledge with Sledgehammer, hammer. which is so sexy. Right, because it has the little flutes. Oh, mm. dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Again, sound like a bathroom noise, not sexual. <laughs> I almost brought in Salisbury Hill by P. Gabe for okay. my list. Ooh, but that's a good one. It's a good one. But it soundtracks the sex it's, scene in 
Vanilla Sky. It does. And also, I already used it for my funeral mixtape in episode two. So, so I, I didn't want to repeat that. I actually had an odd thing where like things were crossing that were funeral and sex. And it got me, me thinking a lot about life. It got me thinking a lot about <laughs> life as well. Like, it, do I view the same type of passageway into something so unknowing and beautiful and transcendent? Do I feel that dying is the same thing as sex? Is it rebirth? Is it the is it the opposite? Is or is it a See, symbiotic these are the deep relationship? Questions I didn't think we'd get into with this playlist, but we are. We are, right and this is th- these are the important things, especially for the listener too. Like, is sex death? Is sex or is are both things rebirth? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Pretty amazing. Uh, okay, uh, so after the, the sledgehammer comes down, it's official. We're it not is, we're knocking to boots. Yeah. Also, by H Town. Oh, whoa! <laughs> you put that uh, on there. Can you you're gonna have to you're gonna have to bring a couple of bars to it. Like I'm gonna body rock and knocking the boots. Oh and also I just love it because I love the term knocking the knocking boots. boots. Knocking boots because it Okay, you're from Nashville. Uh Explain knocking boots. Exactly (laughs) what the term visually looks like. Well, you've got Four. Is it just leaving <clears throat> your boots on when you're yeah, having you sex? Yeah, you got two pairs of cowboy boots, four boots, if you will, depending on how many legs you have as a human, and they're knocking because you leave your boots on. Now, that's a very difficult thing to do. Uh, you probably haven't had Tennessee sex before in your life, right? <laughs> no, definitely You got to take your pants off and put the boots back, back on. on. That's yeah. where I wondered. Right. Like, yeah. Did you put the boots actively back on? And what's the advantage to having the boots on when you're having sex? Rhythm See, section. Okay. Yeah, it's like because a lot of people in the South love playing spoons. Right. Like, who thought that some fucking hillbilly would be like, "Oh my God, I got two spoons here, Maya. This sounds good." Right. It's the same concept. Okay. And then it goes even further, and knocking boots turns into pussin' boots, and you don't want to get into that territory. I feel like it's maybe a fetish, like a naked woman wearing just boots. Oh like, yeah, I mean, thing. it's been the subject of multiple pinup calendars, right? You know, since the I think dawn it comes from that. So, so you. But this in this knocking boots, it's implied that both parties are wearing boots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it just seems like they would at some point get in the way during the during the intercourse. It you'd depends. be like, I'm taking my boots off. It depends on the position too. Also, yeah, I, I mean, meant to ask you while you're going through your list, if you wouldn't mind just kind of throwing in what position you might throwing be in a position. Into. Yeah. I mean, because we're throwing positions through. The, I mean, we're still we're still we just got in track four was sledgehammer. Knocking, right. Yeah, and now we're knocking to boots. OK. That's, and also for the list. Can you just give me what we're up to so far? Go Kiss ahead. Kiss Prince. Yeah. Red Light Special TLC. So hot. How do you want it? Tupac featuring, featuring Casey and Joker. Oh. Sledgehammer. Peter Gabriel. Fuck. Knocking to boots. H down. My God. And now the love making's going. It's passionate. And I'm going to give you three songs that are that that are that are going to be changing good, positions. Love, yes. Okay. Good passion, love making. These okay. aren't dirty. These are sex songs. Okay. Right? And first one, let's say, let's say missionary. Let's okay. Just, let's, 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 let's get start. Missionary yeah. Out of the way. I mean, when you're tasting ice cream, sometimes you want to start with vanilla to cleanse the palate. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um, let's say missionary. Okay. And. I bet you didn't think I was going to bring Radiohead into the sex playlist. I knew you were going to bring really? Radiohead into the sex playlist. Well, Let me I, guess. Okay. It is... No way you're going to guess it. But it is the sexiest Radiohead song. We already talked about talk show hosts last episode, so you wouldn't bring that in. It, it, cause, and that's personally maybe one of the sexier ones for me. This um, is even sexier. It's not even one of my favorite, but it national is... National Anthem? Nope. House of Cards. Oh, my God. That's... 
Wait, you think that's sexy? Oh yeah. Okay, I guess is, that's House sexy. House of Cards is romantic sexy. It is. That's very, missionary. You're right. You're okay. You're absolutely right about that. I don't want to be your friend. I just want to be your lover. Can we actually, when we jump into singing these songs, can we do some like Barry White renditions of each song? <laughs> also, did, I, God, I wish you guys could see us while we're doing this. Cam just winked at me. I did not. Yeah, you did. It was accidental. Yeah, no, but you still did. Doesn't matter if it was accidental or not. Well, this will they, won't they is turning uh, more into well, a will they. Did you put a button back up? Nope. Oh, okay. It's an optical illusion, Cam. It's it's all this it's all this chest hair you're seeing. Let's let's move to to doggy style. Oh wow, you go straight from missionary to doggy style. Sometimes, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I think you know this song, let's and it's see. sexy. It's Hotel by Broken Social. Scene. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh, dude, that is so hot. I um, I intentionally did not bring in a Broken Social Scene track today because it's all I talk about on. Our I know, podcast. but I was I, I've always thought this was one of the hottest. Like, and Kevin Drew is so horny. He's so sexy he's the horniest. On this tune. He's the yeah. horniest guy. He really is. Canadians, I think, are horny at large. I've I've always thought he's just adding band members and he's, that he wants to fuck. He's That's just like, totally yeah, what he's just, doing. Let's do it. Like, and I think it's a bisexual thing. Can we too. all fuck, please? And his solo record, Darlings, which was a great record, yeah. is all about sex. There's a song called Good Sex. That's he has a song, song called Body Butter. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> we get it. Is, yeah, we get it. You want to bang. So you go to Doggy for Broken Social Scene. For that song, for Hotel, yeah. Hotel's yeah. not a usual Broken dun, Social Scene song. Dun. Oh, that synth? Yeah. Oh, man. Ooh. With that, where, where they put the gate on it, like the splice gate in the reverse, dude, that is hot. You're yeah, right, dude. It's a hot one. That is really hot. This is a great list so far. All right, are we already up to track seven? Uh, track eight. What? No, yes. we're track seven. No. This track, list is flying eight. by. I'm sorry if you're not enjoying yourself. I think you're trying to get through this as quickly as possible to avoid me going either A, another button down, or B, maybe an unzip. I wonder, can you hear my zipper on the microphone? I'm sure. Let's not find out. I might when I get to my list. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I'm trying to get through mine before you have too much of your clothes off. So, because yours, you're going to get all weird. <sighs> but let's say this is position wise, I don't know what you want to call this, but this is that tint of, you know, Top Gun 80s sex. Oh, yeah. Where it's like blue <clears throat> and we're like, it's dark and we're like silhouettes. What was the song in the Top Gun sex scene? It wasn't Love is a Battlefield. I it was. Know. I don't remember. Fuck. I haven't seen it in so long. But this is the song for that part. Okay. And it is Daft Punk, Something About Us. I picked a different Daft Punk tune. Something About Us was on my first Dun, rough bang. draft, though. Dun, bang, dun. It might not be the right one. Ooh. It might not be. The right time, but there's something about us I've got to say. Yeah. There's something about us anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah dude. That is hot. Good mm. call. Yeah, that's that, that silhouette. Wait, so wait. What position is that? I'm sorry. I didn't say position. I just said that's the... I think the that whoever you'd position, be having sex with... What position do you, would you say is that I want to... I think that is a cowgirl moment. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's sexy. I think that's Definitely. a cowgirl moment. Because you really... You got to have eye contact for that song. So a track like Something About Us by Daft Punk is also a very sincere tune lyrically. It's not like a... Eye. 
you know, it's not the the uh, Radio Disney, I want to yuck you like an animal. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is more right. of like, I want to connect. Again, I don't know who you'd be having sex with. Right. Um, but you want to connect with that person. Maybe if you were married and you guys have been married for a couple of years and you didn't invite me to your wedding, maybe. It's oddly specific. <laughs> Speaking for a friend. Um, yeah, I'm going to call that cowgirl. Now, we might get into reverse cowgirl on track nine. Uh, track nine is I, I this this is uh, the end of the intercourse, and of course you know it's it's Laura Palmer's theme because otherwise I can't finish. Oh my! No, God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> For those who didn't get that joke, obviously both Cam and I, more specifically Cam, is incredibly Twin Peaks obsessed, and he just said he could not finish without Laura's theme, which is part of the Twin Peaks score by Angelo I mean, Badalamente. That song. In my defense, though, if would that be so weird? Yes, it would. Yes, it would. <laughs> I mean, that song kind of climaxes. It does, but that's that, I, that's <laughs> that's that. You're, we're talking about the main protagonist of a show where she dies in the first episode, and we're grieving this woman the basically the whole series. So you're saying you can't get off unless Laura, the, a dead girl's theme, comes on. Would that be so weird? <laughs> We're going to leave that for the listener to decide. And then, of course, you know, I play the Law and Order theme for Bunny so she can finish. She, as well. So she can. <laughs> oh. No, that is not our finishing song. For finishing song, I put Love Galore, SZA featuring Travis that Scott. That is, thank you for sending me that tune. I listened to it on the way over here. Woo. So that's your climax song. I mean, it's dirty, you know. It is dirty. And it's sexy and. I, I don't know. It's just it made sense for me. I mean, it's it's less on the nose than say WAP for sure. Yeah. Although I do enjoy that song. That's no, a great tune. <laughs> great duo. And of, of course, you know that that entered my mind in this list. I mean, what what a better new school. But for sure. I don't know if you could have sex with that song without paying attention to the lyrics. Right. It's like putting on two live crews hoochie mama. Right. You can't do that. Or Sir Mix a Lot, Baby Got Back. It's just, it's. I it's, had a lot of on the nose ones on this list for that sure. I whittled off. I think know. I've got some. I mean, you're right. I you had have some to on have the a nose. Couple, for sure. You know. Yeah. Um, now, here's a really personal question that you're not at all going to answer. Okay. Depending on who you're having sex with, to that song, to your climax song, where do you finish? Oh, come you, on. You now. knew it was coming. Ha! You see what I did there? Well, I guess as the song would say. That's literally making a baby music because Travis Scott says, "Let me put that seed inside you." Yeah, so so that one that one you don't pull out. Wait, is this also your birthday episode and your baby shower episode? <laughs> right, I'm gonna light this desk on fire to reveal the gender. <laughs> so the whole state will burn down. Perfect. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not done though. I know you're not done. <laughs> that was track nine. Even though you just finished, you're even not done. I finished. Yeah. You know, I am married, so I have to put this in and for all the lonely people out there in quarantine like oh, yourself. Oh, thanks, dude. Thanks you know, for Sometimes as a married man. Please don't tell me you just put on Eleanor Rigby. <laughs> no. <laughs> as a married man, there's it's a no-go, you know. She's got to work. She's not feeling it. Right. So, I'm left with Divinals I touch myself. Holy fuck. That How has good been is that? that has been my theme song for the past 6 months. Oh, I don't want Anybody else? Hey, when, when I, I think, think about, about you, I touch myself. Oh, uh, should I try to see if the it'll catch my zipper? No. Wait, hold on. Here I go. Yeah, can I can hear, hear it. I can, can hear it. Great. Can you put some delay and reverb on that? Yes, I'll do that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sit back down. <laughs> 
Sit down, zip up. Dude, that was a great list. Oh, it was fun. That was I'm one. glad you ended on a masturbatory tune. No, I just thought you could leave it. You, now it'll be stuck in your head the next time you're, you're playing with yourself. The more I'm talking, too, I've been saying, didn't see that coming. You did that to rub that in my face. Am I dropping sexual innuendos here? I think without so. Being yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're all throbbed up, and now it's time for Thomas. your side. <sighs> Throb oh! Thomas's. Uh, <laughs> God. No wonder it's been so long. <laughs> is this my mating call? Is this episode my mating call? Well, nobody's coming knocking, so uh, <laughs> don't don't try harder. Uh, List your songs. Okay. Wow, I got lightheaded on that one. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. The blood's rushing somewhere. It's not a normal noise. You didn't look normal doing it. <laughs> Okay, now that I'm just staring at you with x-ray spectacles, undressing you with my eyes, okay. thinking about all of the different positions that you and whoever else you'd be having sex with would be going through. <clears throat> okay, you ready? Yeah, dude. I'm very curious. Okay, track one. <clears throat> and I'm going to give you the categories. Kind of like okay. you did positions. Mm -hmm. This is my... My striptease tune. Okay, good. This is when I put on like... It's like, yeah, my Prince Kiss, you, the right, song you dance exactly. to. This is where I movie. put on maybe like a mask, like, you know, something macabre. Um, it's, and I I maybe put on a banana hammock. I've got this great Jägermeister. If it's Laura Palmer's theme, I'm going to lose It's not. It. I, I, yeah, I only shamed you because that was on my list. I've got this great Jägermeister banana hammock at home that has an elephant trunk as the sleeve. As the as the 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 wee wee sheath. Okay, yeah. I just said wee wee sheath. Yeah, I believe that's. I the wonder if that band that's, name's that's taken. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my striptease tune, and I'm actually starting it out with a cover. Okay. Um, oh, I'll I be, think I heard this one. Uh, yeah, I sent it to you because it's so sexy, and I wanted you to hear it. Now I'm going to be oddly enough talking about Elvis here in a bit when we hit our priv check. So maybe this is like all too uh, correlated, but Billy Swan did a cover of Don't Be Cruel, which is an Elvis song that mm -hmm. we all know, off of his 1974 record entitled I Can Help. And Ooh. it's just the sexiest right. thing to lead in. Like, I, did, I agree. It was very It nice. starts out with an organ, and it's like half tempo from Elvis's Don't Be Cruel. Um, I feel like you're taking this very seriously. I'm, I'm taking it I'm <laughs> very seriously. Like you're, you're really hoping that something happens by the end of this playlist. Am I going for sympathy screws right now? I, I mean, I, after six months, that's probably where you end up, right? Thanks, dude. Wow. You're I'm so, sorry. You're, you're supposed to be on my side. What am I supposed to do? You're supposed to help me. I'm letting you talk about your sex songs. I, I let you get mostly undressed. You just had fun <laughs> speaking about your sex tunes. Now you have to compliment me into the microphone. Okay. Uh, I like your shoes. Thanks, fan. Those are nice. Um, okay. So this is where I, do my, this is where I, I use my power of seduction. My tremendous power of seduction. I believe in it. Which I have to set the mood. Mm -hmm. So if you guys haven't heard this cover, again, that was Billy Swan, Don't Be Cruel, Please Listen to It. It's going to make you want to sp just spank it out. Like, and, and this is, <laughs> wow, even the way I punctuated that, that was, 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 really, uh, was really tense. Okay, so we start off with a cover. I like it. Billy Swan's Don't Be Cruel. <clears throat> and then we move into... You know what? I kind of did the same thing as you. What was your track two? Red Light Special. Right. So, and that's your foreplay tune. 
Yeah, and also the, just the the song of consent, like we're doing this. Right, for sure. But okay. you're, still, you're still in foreplay then. You just know that it's uh, it's going down. Right. So after my striptease, after your striptease, we're, I'm glad we kind of aligned on this. Yeah. So I get into my foreplay tune, which is Bjork, Big Time Sensuality, Ooh. off of 1993's debut, because you got to have that 90s club house beat vibe. Uh-huh. To make grazing the terrain fun and aerobic. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Because there's a, they, yeah, you're just, the foreplay, you're like a little bit fondle here, a little bit of fondle there, maybe a touch, maybe put a pinky in a butt. Who knows what you're going to do right. for a little bit of foreplay. So you want to have something fun. Right. And big time sensuality, I don't know the last time you listened to it. It's a really fun tune. It's got that like 808 hi-hat on it. it. You you really do. I'm going to section these playlists out on our on my Spotify into two different playlists. We so, have to. So cuz I, I don't think you could put them together. Also, can we can we set a bet here? Okay. Whoever's listening, whether you're in a couple or you're in a casual relationship, if you're having consensual sex with someone and you're listening, can you try out both playlists and see which one is more effective? I like that. So whoever wins, if you guys try it out, the listener, if you try out both playlists, and I wouldn't recommend doing them back-to-back or ass-to-ass. That'd be awesome. I mean, I mean that it. would be awesome. That's kind of a marathon screw. <laughs> um, but please let us know whose list uh, was, a, was, was more productive if you will. <laughs> okay, so foreplay is over. Okay. But we're not there yet. Right. We're not there yet. Yeah. We're still kind of having some fun. Mm-hmm. But Portishead, All Mine, Ooh, off I went of over that. 1997 self-titled, Ooh. comes on. Because it just hits with those horns. Oh, yeah. I, I can't even get that's to a like, cinematic that's, that's really cinematic foreplay it's right ri- no foreplay is kind of over what are you doing to I'm calling here? what's going on I'm here? calling this I'm calling track three this area assuming the position okay so <clears throat> it could we, even be like a, a shirt be pulling off a shirt yeah like so we I mean we had some foreplay <laughs> there might have been some oral involved okay um a little bit licky a little bit, you know, a little bit, a little bit right. plucky, a little bit licky, a little said, bit yep. babies, you know, a little bit of foreplay stuff. And then we hit assume the position, which is we're looking at each other. We're making eye contact. Maybe we're not speaking, mm-hmm. but we're reading each other's eyes. We're reading the creases, the widow's feet, right. you know, in the corners of our eyes. And that is telling us like sexual tarot cards, right. what position we start with. With the voice. With Beth Gibbons. With Beth's voice. In that like high G range. Yeah. The terrifying it's creepy, but it's so beautiful sexy. and haunting. Kind of like the meth hot thing that we were talking yeah. about earlier, that Beth Gibbons thing. She's got that voice that's scary, I gotta but t- inviting. I've, she's always, sexy, she's kind of my celebrity crush uh-huh. in, in a weird way, even though she's not like too much of a celebrity. I went to... I went to Coachella the year that Prince and Portishead played on Saturday night, and my buddy was on tour with. Band I was at of, that one too. I bet we were right that, next that to Portishead each other. Show, I mean, Prince dude, obviously was incredible all time, but Portishead, that Portishead show, was, show was wow. The dude. Portishead show was also the that's one of my I've, favorite billings of all time, as far as like a right. headliner and a direct support. Portishead well, it was, into Prince. It was Portishead headlining, and then they just they announced added, Prince out of nowhere. Well, because pr- they had, apparently they had asked Prince, and he like never. Responded. responded and then two weeks before Coachella he's like oh yeah I'm okay I'll it. do it yeah it was nuts it's so nuts and my buddy was Band of Skulls played that year my right. buddy was their roadie okay so he got me backstage passes oh, that nice. year so we were at the artist hotel 
outside of Indio, we were in the pool on Sunday morning after Portishead set on Saturday night. And my buddy's like, holy shit, dude. And I'm high. I'm like chilling in the pool. He's like, don't look to your left. So, of course, I look to my left. And all I see is this blinding light coming at me, like swimming over in my general direction from the pool. And it was the effervescence, the whiteness, the pale skin beauty of Beth Gibbons swimming in the pool just fucking 10 feet from me. Anyways, Portis heads all mine in assuming the position. The down-tempo sexiness comes back in after priming the partner with Uh big-time sensuality. As we begin to sensationalize the slow burn intimacy of pre-penetration. Wow. You feel that? Are you writing erotic fiction? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> wow. Don't make me give you another orgasm sound. You feel uncomfortable? You you seem a little uncomfortable no, right I'm now. No, I'm good. I'm 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 just I'm 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 amped up. Okay, I don't know cool. where we're going. Okay, cool. Because you don't know what's sitting in all mine by Portishead <laughs> is getting stressful. Okay. All right, all right. So Dude, you're going to love this next track. Okay. You're going to want to have sex with me after I bring Great. you this next track. So Systems Engage uh-huh. is the next tier. So we've, we've assumed right. the position. It's time, dude. All systems go. It's, the key is in the ignition. Mm-hmm. And the tune off of 1998's, sadly enough and non-sexy enough, Dr. Doolittle soundtrack. Are you that somebody? Aaliyah, are you that somebody? Oh, man. Tell me you're that somebody. Tell me you're that somebody. Ah. I'm a man from the big I've been watching you. <laughs> and like, because the, the, the staccato, like, drum parts oh, man, give you a lot of room to bounce. Isn't that one of, like, the first Timbaland I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, really. And dude, there's no better R&B groove to pop that seal to. That song is finally on Spotify. I know they just put up Aaliyah's tunes, which Uh, I'm really excited about because Aaliyah is one of my favorite R&B artists of all time. One of the best of all time. But that song, like that song, is my favorite. The bouncy rhythm allows for exciting shifts in movement. You know what I mean? Oh man, I'm excited now. See, we're We're, all systems go. We're all systems go. I I mean, mean, we're we're in it now, baby girl. So. uh, that the 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 melody progression of the song is incredible it's insane the baby sample is still on touch love that song it is it's a great song to to have sex to oh man i missed that one okay so now we're all systems go and this is the swelling crescendo we're getting into here. And okay, crescendo. It, yeah, it would not be a true sex list if we didn't have D'Angelo's Untitled. Oh. How does it feel? Okay. Am I right? Yeah. Two thousand was a great year to be sexy and be D'Angelo. Right. Dude, he was at peak game when he put out Voodoo. Yeah. And Voodoo. When's the last time you listened to Voodoo in its entirety? Uh, not in its entirety, but I was. Listening Please to it. listen to it. It's so good. Did you think about D'Angelo when you were brown thinking sugar, about? Dude, I, I brown sugar. Dude, brown sugar is great. That's off the record before Voodoo. Oh, okay. But that was the video that got everyone obsessed with D'Angelo because yeah. he was. That was the naked video where you could mm. just see the V's and his like pelvic muscles. Those. Oh, I wish I could have. V's. And the camera would pan down just to his pubic line, and you're like, right. show me the dick. But they never did, and everyone wanted to see that dick. Everybody does. Everyone wants to see that dick. So this is where the orgasmic groundwork is laid. Like right. Systems engage. We've been having sex for a few minutes now to Aaliyah's Are You That Somebody. But this is, is where... Is this a position switch for you? No. 
I think you know what, dude. I think you both. You're so positive about that. <laughs> no. no. Um, I'm thinking honestly. I think because of the bouncy factor with Aaliyah's "Are You That Somebody?" That's uh-huh. a cowgirl thing for me. Okay. Because and and not to make my partner work any harder by being on top to such a bouncy like aerobic tune like Aaliyah's "Are You That Somebody?" But I feel like that's the way to do it. Mm. So and eye contact is huge for me. Okay. Like I need eye. I like doggy yeah. style. Great, obviously classic. You're position. like doggy style. I still need eye contact. Still need eye contact, <laughs> which is very hard to do. I can only sleep with gymnasts. <laughs> You're just kind of reaching around, <laughs> staring. I've only had sex with Gumby for years now. <laughs> um, so yeah, again, this is where the groundwork is laid. I don't want, and I don't like pushing orgasms too soon um, because my endurance isn't great. You know, right. like I'm kind of like a. 30 minute guy oh, i'm not nice. like a two hour guy or anything yeah. like that i can't do that i get thirsty i want to have a cigarette right. it's weird lighting up during sex have you ever tried to do that no 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 it's fun next time i didn't know even when i was a smoker i wasn't really into cigarettes after sex wasn't really yeah i don't know i, I don't think i was as classic of a smoker as a lot of people gotcha it never it never i'd rather have some water i yeah. think so there's been some times where I've been dehydrated and like tired and just can't come. So I'll like light up a cigarette mid intercourse, and that's always thrown <laughs> that's whatever game Tennessee was left. That's, 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 that's boots knocking. That's knocking boots. <laughs> so, but yeah, the, the D'Angelo's untitled. How does it feel? We're not in a rush. You know, we're just we're not trying to get there. We're just focusing on the foundation of bottling tension. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. So then. We kind of, you look, dude, are you breathing okay? You I'm look. I'm starting to swell up. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stop doing this to us, dude. I'm no, it's sorry. fine. You're in the middle of sex. Don't get bummed out. Come okay. on. Let's, let's this is why back, I haven't had sex in six. <laughs> this is why I haven't had sex cry? in six months. <laughs> because in the middle of sex, when Untitled comes on, I'm like, should I'm we be sorry. doing this? <laughs> is this Pandemic right? Pandemic going yeah. on. <laughs> States burning. Unemployment's halted. Should we be fucking right now? Okay, the but yes. I'm going to break the mood. Because I'm only a 30-minute guy, I've got to really structure and tear these things up. Right. Because I don't want to blow too soon. I'm more of a and – I, and I don't do this in an egomaniacal way. I'm more of I would really make sure my, my partner come first gotcha. before yeah, I, I do. That. Because I don't – I just don't like leaving – It's Of course not. I mean, I'm – That uh, makes sense. I, I'm, a, I, I'm attracted to females. I have sex with females. Um, and it is so much more difficult for them to reach an orgasm than the male – Species. What an interesting podcast is it turned Yeah, into. no, really. I mean, truly, <laughs> it, it takes 10 times the amount of comfort and trust right. and f- both hyper-focus and non-focus for a female to reach an orgasm. So where are you going with this? Is this song tailored towards that? Yeah. Song? Yeah, okay. this is where we mix it up a little bit. Okay. This is when I cool my jets a little bit. We kind of get into a fun territory. Mm-hmm. Um, and we slow down that tension that we were building with D'Angelo's Untitled. How mm-hmm. does it feel? So we kind of break, we, we lay the groundwork for the orgasm, but it's like, gotcha. Right. And then we kind of mix it up a little bit to rein the horses in as we were starting to gallop. We rein them in. And this is where we kind of experiment. We try some new positions. It's only like a three minute and 17 second song or something like that. So okay. we, we can toss around some doggy. We can do the earthquake. We can do reverse cowgirl. Um, we can do the ice cream truck. You know, there's a few different things <laughs> that we can do here, which, you know, just wouldn't feel appropriate in such a sincere tune like, you know, D'Angelo's Untitled or Porter's okay. Head's All Mine. And 
so this is playful experimentation, and this is Dwight Twilly Band <laughs> looking for the magic. You see, off I don't of Twilly think, Don't Mind. I don't think I could ever fuck to that song because it's a great tune. Of though, the isn't it? the mood. Oh, it's one of, one of my, my favorite. Looking you know, for fucking them. Tom Petty wrote that, or pretty much. No, he didn't. He pretty much co-wrote that song with him, and he plays, I think, bass on it. No way. Yeah, I crazy. had no idea. Uh, but have you ever seen the movie You're Next? No. Okay, don't then. Is that a horror film? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's with like the bunny mask guy. Who... Yes, but the opening scene of that movie is uh, no a couple way. out in a cabin, and they put on that song. To have sex to? Yeah, and they both get brutally murdered. And it comes up throughout the movie because whenever somebody goes to that house like to escape or something, that song is still playing on shut the, loop the fuck up i had no idea and so it, it works really well as a horror movie they even do like the classic like you know like when somebody gets killed the the song gets all verbed out yeah it to, it's so sick oh. that song is perfectly there but i mean well, you obviously just ruin that, that, that couple gets it you know they're about to bang yeah. some twilly i mean twilly don't mind twilly don't mind <laughs> and that dude what a record title by the way twilly, twilly don't, don't mind. mind 1977 what a year Oh man! But it's an upbeat That's opportunity wonder- in the middle dun, dun, of the journey. Oh my life, looking for the magic. Uh, looking, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible. Oh, 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 oh. But yeah, we want to laugh a little bit too. Sex is supposed yeah. to be fun. I think a lot of people don't. The problem under- with having sex with that song is you're gonna get murdered. Yeah, every time I put out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but that song's a have sex, get murdered. Well, song congratulations. Now. You just successfully killed my chub. No, I well, had a what chub I didn't going. do is kill you, and I probably saved your life. You, you guys- probably did because you killed my chub. I'm not going to listen to the song when I have sex from now on, so I you won't can't. actually be murdered. And you kind of just reined my horses in. To where I'm not gonna like go maybe one more button down on my shirt. Like well, you might have I, saved the episode. Might have saved you from pre coming before you get to the end of it too. So yeah. Uh, speaking of pre cum, <laughs> so have you ever said that before? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this next track, track seven. All right. We return to sincerity. Dwight Twilly bands looking for the magic off a of Twilly don't mind. That's just one quick break. Mm. We return That's to sincerity song. here. And this is where I really want to touch base on what we were talking about earlier, being uh, you know, attentive in details and maybe listening to music too much when you're yeah. having sex to music. Because this dude's timbre, when he sings, is very like Barbara Streisand-esque. They're still one of my favorite bands. But Interpol, oh, wow. S- Specialist, which was a B-side off of Turn on the Bright Lights. Have you I ever heard even Specialist? Know that song. You make me lose my buttons. Oh, yeah, you make me spit. I don't like my clothes anymore. That sounds like a Paul Banks lyric. It is. For I sure. mean, and pa- isn't Paul Banks kind of Barbara, like Babs? Isn't he kind of Streisand esque <laughs> or Bat Medler? Yeah, I mean, I guess if I was to put one from, from that era, like on a sex place, maybe NYC. NYC is a great one. That. Yeah, or even Untitled, track one, side one. Yeah, off of Turn Untitled's on. got that. Yeah. But this is the return to sincerity. Yeah. Playtime is over, dude. It's time to start ramping up that old cat in a blender again. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's time to really start pushing. <laughs> um, wild metaphor. Even, <laughs> even though, again, listening to Paul Banks, we spies, we slow hands. He's so <laughs> Barbara Banks. Dude, he's so Barbara Streisand. I actually have always wanted to do Antics the Musical. <laughs> 
Don't you think that we ain't going to the town? Rosemary, <laughs> heaven restores you in life. It took a lifetime <laughs> with no cellmate. It's perfect, right? Yeah, I can see like a little corncob pipe out of the corner <laughs> of the person's mouth. Just- Seriously, Bette Midler just slaying the Paul Banks lead. I can see it. Okay, so you get Interpol, the specialist. Okay, track eight is another track I sent you, and it's another cover. I've got two weird, obscure covers. I, I was wondering if this was going to make it, and it's funny because my official position is I don't like this band. Oh, this is the only song I've heard by them. Oh, I've, I've the. It's funny because even this cover sounds like every song. They every song. It's they've very ever made. Chromatics, like kind of lazy. The band like, we're talking goth about. Pop. Sorry, can I say it? Yeah, is cigarettes after sex. Right, and. I initially liked the first single I heard, and then every single's kind of sounded like the same thing. Right. And this cover is actually good. I though. like this cover. Yeah. Um, so it's surprising because even the song it is is kind of it's so cheesy, tongue in cheek. And so like, when you were talking, when you asked me if I went playful or if I went serious, I was going playful. My first list was playful. That, so that, that, that this song is both. It is both. So I was, ladies and gentlemen, the song we're talking about is Ario Speedwagons. <laughs> Keep on loving you. And I was going to put that on my actual list in the track eight slot. But as I was on Spotify, I put I typed in keep on loving you, which I I like the idea of you you like throwing down the pipe and this cover comes on and you looking at the stereo being like this isn't the. This isn't, this isn't what the, I thought. I want. This is not what I wanted. This is an Ario Speedwagon. Every word I said when I said that I loved you, I meant that I loved you forever. Can we do the first line of the chorus just because I want? And I'm gonna keep on loving you. Wow. I love Ario Speedwagon's "Keep I, On Loving You." Uh, yeah, it's, it's so victorious. It's a fun one. <clears throat> but this "Cigarettes After Sex" cover of "Keep On Loving You," which was off of a, it's a B-side off of a single. The tune was named "Affection." That was the single. All their songs are named like "Affection," "Love," like, yeah. "Discourse." Yeah, Sadness. they're goth pop. That's what it is, right? It's like I, pop, I post it's goth barely pop. music. Yeah, it is. You're right. But this is my first climax tune. Okay, here we go. So this is where this is when this, this is this is the first climax. Okay. And whoever gets there first, I'm not talking about my first climax. I'm saying this is where ideally okay. the first climax would come in because it's such a sedated cover of Keep on Loving it is. You. Um very minimalistic, just bass and drums. Kinda heavenly. Very heavenly. Um the, the slow BPM. So whoever gets there first, let it ride to this startlingly sexy rendition of a cheesy epic ballad about undying connection. And I think it's a perfectly smooth performance to convulse and scream to. Like when you have those good comes, when you're shaking uncontrollably. It would would soundtrack that in a a film well. Yeah, it would be perfect. So this is the shaky cum song. All right. You're welcome, HBO. Yeah. (laughs) Track nine, this is second climax, sustaining the throttle. Uh-huh. Because sometimes you get those like you get those one two punches in the climax, uh-huh. um, or maybe the first the first party climax to the cover of Ario Speedwagon, and now the second party's going to come. Maybe if the come isn't aligned, these are all instantly quotable things. Maybe the first party <laughs> came from Ario Speedwagon, of course, <laughs> of course, <laughs> duh. Um, so this is the second climax. Whether it's 
the person who got the first climax getting the rocks off a second time or the other party getting their first climax, whatever it is, it's the second climax overall. And it's Daft Punk's Make Love off of 2005's Human After All. Wow. Totally different Daft Punk. Super different because I wanted wanted to go instrumental. Yeah. Um, What we've learned, though, is you have to have some Daft Punk. You have to have some Daft Punk. Yes. I'm surprised we weren't more instrumental with the selects because... Again, as we were talking about last episode, the so- the hardest songs to have sex to on Spotify, right. where I said it was, uh, I accidentally caught myself having sex to "Take It Easy" by the Eagles, right. and yours was "Welcome Home," Cody right? And so, like, you get really distracted when you're trying to focus on being a good lover, and a song comes on that you like, and arguably, you know, these are all songs that we really like, right? So, with this tune for the second climax. AKA sustaining the throttle. Whether it's time to push the other party over the ledge or have you both sneak in another pinata burst while the iron is still hot, <laughs> this sexy loop groove is ripe from being undistracting while making sure there are no false dud fireworks that are still awaiting deployment. You wow. know what I mean? You know yeah. when it's like 4th of July and you light the firework and the fuse gets down to the bottom and it doesn't go off because oh, it's yeah, a little damp you, outside? Right. But then as soon as you approach the firework, it explodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So you want to make sure, too, before like this whole round is done. And, and mind you, this is track nine. We're almost to the We're end. We're almost there. So before you take a break, you want to make sure there's no little cummies waiting in the wings. Okay. You got to get yeah. all the little cummies out. Right. So that's track nine. Track ten. It's the no regret cigarette. I'm glad okay. we both did the like the track ten kind the of afterward. Yeah, the yeah. A- yes, exactly. Right. Um, the epilogue. The ep- Yes. <laughs> um, so this, the Velvet Underground, Pale Blue Eyes. Ooh. Okay. Because why not, dude? Yeah. Off of self-titled 1969, 69, super sick. I mean, the year even plays to the sexual totally. discourse of everything. The No Regrets cigarette, smoke them if you got them, and take a second to stare at the ceiling and think about how lucky you are that someone even actually wanted to have sex with you. Right. You know what I mean? You're <laughs> at the end of it. You're sweaty. It was hot. Pale blue eyes comes on. You can, You're like, I'm good. You can take a drag. You can look and be like, I can't believe someone wants to have sex with me. I know. Before Wild. going back into another helping, dude. I mean, because who knows? Like after a good sex playlist like this, like both of ours, you might just want to rinse and repeat, dude. Right. That's also why <laughs> I put <laughs> the vinyls I touch myself as the last one because as a married man, usually that is the answer is no. No. <laughs> so Abs- back to the vinyls yeah, I touch myself. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and also you don't want anybody else. Yeah. So I didn't. I made it through both lists without going one more button down. So I'm going to go ahead and yeah, go one more button. Give yourself a congratulatory down. button. I mean, there's a fan on in right. here. Yeah. Um, well, which, I had to keep the fan on because I knew. Yeah. You knew it was going to get I hot. Knew, Dude, knew, I'm yeah. sweating. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually sweating right now. I'm starting to go down a bit. It's nice. What a list. Oh, man. After getting through that. Wow. I promise I will never do this to you ever again. <laughs> I will. I, I, it, it took a long time to really formulate what I wanted to put together as a sex playlist because. You know, there's a lot of in us to go funny. Yeah, a lot of like a lot of urge to go funny. Well, also, you and I aren't two dudes who take ourselves too seriously right. as is. There's a like, lot of dudes out there who. I would, realize it is good that it's us doing this list because a lot of dudes who would do this list would go if they went too serious with it, it'd be lame. It would be so lame. Actually, most dudes talking about sex is pretty lame. Oh yeah. So. Totally. Sorry for the listener if we just sounded lame. We just kind of wanted to I do something fun. I know how horny fun. you've been, so I was so like, we got to do the sex playlist for Al. So horny, so horny that I've been cr- like, I've been crying to young adult, like Netflix specials. 
like i've been watching drama (laughs) dude it's 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 sad like i'm so emotional right now (laughs) oh i'm so sorry buddy i would i wish i could be there to just wipe your eyes or wipe something else. Oh God! See, wipe that third eye. What? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Six months, people. Can you just put some delay and reverb you know on, some these, some on some of these on some of these O noises? Like, really go to town okay. on this because, guys, this is what I sound like. This and this is again probably why I haven't had sex in six months. You haven't had sex six months because you probably keep that reverb machine in the room. Like, <laughs> please, if you're gonna moan, moan into the reverb machine. <laughs> I like it better with reverb. Wow, what a list! Oh man. Well, I hope that we didn't just lose another listener out of our five. People are definitely leaving before the end of this list. They're yeah. gonna be like, "I'll tune back into the radio." Yeah, one. for sure. <laughs> um, well, that was a great list, dude. Thank you for going fun. on that sexual. A journey with me. Yeah, I mean, what good. what a like uh, what a what a sticky pain that we just went on. Yeah, we yeah, both what a voyage. Went six to midnight a couple times. <sighs> Whew. Whew. Hot damn! All right, all well, right. Well, well, I guess now the only thing to do is check our privilege. Well, let's do it. <laughs> privilege channel. You guys have been listening over the past couple episodes. Cam and I are trying this out, and I feel the need to explain it every time we approach it because it is a very important segment of the pod these days. And this is where we bring in something that we feel needs to be uh, delineated or spoken about or talked about in the canon of black artistry at large. So we can better understand what has happened over the years to have some of these things slip through the cracks or things that we want to learn about. Cam has talked about Toto's Africa. I've talked about Paul Simon's Graceland, how these are problematic things. So we're just, we're learning, right, Cam? We're learning. We're learning. We're, we're trying to work through well, this. I, I actually have learned something from every one of from these. From every so single one. Me too. Cool. And for this privilege check, I kind of want to check the entirety of rock and roll's privilege. Because the origins of rock and roll are pretty spotty. And of course, I think in the popular theory, people say that Elvis started rock and roll, right? He was the first true rock and roll artist. Now, there were precursors and whatnot, and obviously Electric Blues um, had, had its place at that time. But rock and roll still hadn't become what it was going to be uh, over the subsequent years after quote-unquote Elvis and like some of these people who are credited for the start of rock and roll. And I want to focus on someone, this privilege check, who I feel personally, especially after doing some research on her, even after listening to her for years as I have, should really get more credit as being the true originator of rock and roll because she defied all norms and that's sister rosetta tharp yeah. have you ever heard of sister rosetta i tharp? hadn't heard of her so let's let's get into a little bit about yeah, tharp's about life okay so whitewashed historical documentation has theorized as i was just saying the popular lore that the genre of rock and roll was sparked invented and uh, more or less cultivated on july 5th 1954 when a memphis truck driver named elvis presley walked into sun records for a session to generate some singles for Sam Phillips' then newly launched record label. And even though audiences might have only been ready for that sonic rebellion and promiscuity of that sound at that particular time, 
which was obviously assisted by the handsome white all-American facade of Elvis as the poster child of its machine, the wheels were already spinning and had been for almost 20 years, with early innovators paving the way, one of which being the most important, at least to me, and I feel like to a lot of other people, an enigmatic artist of the movement, and that's Sister Rosetta Tharp. Mm-hmm. Um, although she was more prominently categorized as a gospel act and had been cited as the first great recording star of gospel music that steered the wheel of hymnals popularly towards the more secular audience, she's also been more recently dubbed the godmother of rock and roll, right. which is so well-deserved, um, especially in retrospection as the genre's origins are being more closely investigated, kind of like how we investigated black country music right. last episode. Interesting, too, I was reading that uh, by being more popular with secular audiences, it kind of alienated her from the gospel church scene? artists yeah, just because exactly. she was getting more popular. Well, dude, church members were aghast. Right. Like, they had no idea what was happening. And to set the scene for the people listening, all you have to do is Google image Sister Rosetta Tharp, and you see this beautiful black woman shredding an SG. Yeah, I also saw she was one of the first artists ever to use distortion on a guitar. And I'm going to get to that. Yeah, so like, so her guitar techniques, right? She was the one of the first artists to use heavy distortion, uh, which was inarguably a move that would presage electric blues. Electric blues, like you had obviously some acoustic blues at that time. You had a lot of the lore surrounding Robert Johnson and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But electric blues really wasn't something, th- I mean, it was going to take about another two to three to five years. So she would generate a profound influence on the development of rock and roll and early boogie artists such as Johnny Cash, Jerry Lee Lewis, and Elvis himself just by her guitar techniques, um, which I find to be incredible because to be the first person to use heavy distortion on your electric guitar as a gospel artist in the late 30s? (laughs) Are you kidding me? That's amazing. So predating mostly all of her male counterparts, Tharp began a recording career in 1938 at the age of 23, a time when sexism was even more rampant and masculinity was directly linked to guitar skills, which is so stupid. I guess that still is a thing, isn't it? In certain circles, unfortunately. Unfortunately, which is so fucking dumb. Like, it doesn't matter how well you rip the guitar. It's, uh, it's, It's all about how you're using the tool, not the tool itself. Right. So... It was often said that she could play like a man, which was such a ridiculous backhand when taken into account that she had trailblazed the foundation of, enti- of an entire genre that would therefore yeah, be dominated it makes more by sense men. That people can play like her. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yo, dude, you, you can play like a tharp. Yeah. You know? Uh, but even more so, this is really where her accolades shine in my mind, especially when it comes to realizing in this segment of Privilege Check how dangerous some of these things were for these people at this time. So like furthering her fearlessness as a black artist in the mid to late 1930s, where she would be forced to sleep on tour buses and accept food in the back alleys of restaurants due to eateries and hotels being segregated at the time. Uh, Tharp was also bisexual, which is fucking insane for that time as well. Big deal for that time. So, she was bisexual and she subtly championed, you listen to some of her music and she, you can hear the championing 
of her numerous relationships with women under the narrow-minded noses of the church-going audience, which, you know, she had quite a bit of. She was alienating a little bit because she was playing in nightclubs. But a lot of these churchgoers, like we were talking about just a second ago, were too afraid to be outwardly ingratiating about their fandom Mm -hmm. because she was taking something like gospel and turning it into something entirely new. And then the other side of her fandom was non-believers, you know, were non-believers who took her religious overtones at face value, uh, but were more interested in to you know the unique approach to her gospel. So, what a dangerous time for this woman to be black and bisexual and taking the songs of her Lord and plugging in and putting distortion on them. Wow! And like giving them to secular club audiences yeah. who are being opened up to a whole new genre i guess if you will and a lot of rock and roll started with hymnals and gospels right. like that's how johnny cash got his start that's how a lot of those sun recording artists those boogie artists got their start they were taking church songs and they were kind of upping the tempo and completely ripping off sister rosetta tharp is basically yeah we've all seen the movie scene where that the gospel song turns into are you talking about walk the line Uh, actually i was talking about a sketch from i think you should leave Uh oh (laughs) (laughs) way better than walk and if if anything i'm I'm talking about walk hard (laughs) yeah definitely well that that type of that type of scene was basically what Tharp was doing without any jest. She was she was taking that, not even throwing it at the wall to see if it stuck or not. She just went fucking full head first. Yeah. And although in late 2017 she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is cool. Yeah. They they just inducted her as a quote unquote early influence. Which what is that? That doesn't even make what sense. Does that mean? <laughs> because she she wasn't an early influence. She was an originator. Yeah. She did exactly yeah, what rock and roll was what, going to. What other titles are there? I, I don't understand. I, I don't know, but I don't get that one because this was like 20 years before Elvis went in to record his first single yeah. as like the birth of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't an early influence. She was an originator. Right. She was an innovator. And I believe it's time to open that file back up and recategorize her as something much more than just an early influence because popular rock and roll started as an act of rebellion against the norms of taboo and what was conventionally acceptable as societally correct, such as, you know, like Elvis swinging his hips and shit like that. But the only thing artists such as Elvis had to lose were his prude and religious critics. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had nothing else to lose. He had all the privilege in the world. He was a white farm-bred American playing boogie tunes. And the only thing... The American dream. Exactly. The only thing he had to lose was like stiff, uptight suburban parents who were like, you shouldn't listen to devil's music. And turns out that makes you popular. (laughs) Apparently. Yeah. Whereas... A true outlier of the time, like Tharp, essentially was risking her life, dude, and safety by defying not only sonic, but commercial, religious, sexual, and racial mainstays, all while ripping the electric in a style that would be fully credited to others and only sparingly attributed to her. Wow. It's fucking bullshit. So I'm checking that privilege right now. The birth of rock and roll did not happen with Elvis. It happened well before that. And I think by looking at the timeline, 
it started with Tharp. Yeah, it makes sense to me. And do you see the smooth transition from gospel into rock and roll music? It's all there. It's all, all there. All the evidence is right there. She used, she was one of the first artists to use distortion on her guitar. That's rock she and She took roll. church songs as a bisexual black woman, rewrote them to fit what she wanted to convey to oh, her audience. Oh, this is so rock and roll. Dude, it's the most rock and roll <laughs> thing ever. It's way more rock and roll than... Being born like a conservative farm boy. Right. And writing Hound Dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and plus, on top of it, again, she was ripping Gibsons like it was nobody's business. Yeah. SGs and Les Pauls alike. She was shredding those electric guitars, which people weren't doing at that yeah. time. They were playing conservatively, conservatively on electrics. Yeah. But they weren't shredding like she was. And she was straight up doing fancy fret work. Yeah. Like you watch some of her live videos. Also, she's hopping around. She's doing crowd engagements. She's getting everyone involved. She's screaming. She's wailing into the mic. Like she's it's so punk. That's like awesome. when you look at her playing live, especially when she has a choir behind her, you look you, it, it it seems like you're watching a rendition of something that our past should have been in present times as opposed to looking at what actually happened back then. Right. Because it's just so surreal. In the fucking 30s, we have this insanely talented, again, black bisexual woman who is singing songs of the Lord. All the while, like, having to sleep on buses and keep her relationships with many women, which she had, you know, a total secret in fear of her life. Like, fuck, man, rock and roll. Thank you, Sister Rosetta Tharp. And thank you for correcting that history. Yeah. That has always been there. Had to check that privilege. Just checking it. Let's move on. Very nice. I mean, if you guys want to start out there, listen to tracks like Rock Me or My Man and I or Tall Skinny Papa. These are all just like incredible compositions that that really paved the way for some of these rock and roll artists. So Hell yeah. Yeah. What what did you bring in today? Um... I just wanted to go into uh, the Rampart scandal a bit and look look into, because, you know, obviously there's a lot of terrible cops and terrible police brutality, all this bullshit that's been going on for way too long. And uh, also, as you know, I was watching The Shield. (laughs) <laughs> which in I still, quarantine. I still can't believe you're watching a show about a cop. I know. I couldn't either, but I looked into what it's based on, and that is the Rampart scandal. And oh, the Rampart really? scandal is kind of the aftermath, it seems like, to Biggie Small's murder when you really look into it. Uh, not the aftermath. It would have been going, but right. that's one of the catalysts that made this thing fall off the rails with these crooked cops. These can, can you cops. talk about the Rampart scandal for a second so people know? Yeah. Uh, basically, the Rampart division of, of the LAPD is kind of Echo Park-ish. Right. Through the north end of downtown, mm-hmm. and it, I mean, in the it's 90s, a rough division. In the nineties, it was the roughest. For sure. So they brought in the crash team. That was like, I think it's it's a community resources against street hoodlums. That was That's the, what it was called. Yeah, the crash unit. <laughs> oh my god. And the crash unit ended up getting you know it had been around since the eighties or late seventies, I believe. But in the nineties, they got a couple notable cops that were ex- especially like cleanup yeah. cops, exterminator cops. Yeah, and they were. Uh, it was Rafael Perez, uh, Nino Durden, David Mack, and I believe Kevin Gaines. And like those, those are like the notable ones that all ended up doing time for crimes and such. What first happened was Kevin Gaines was shot um, by a different undercover cop. 
and Kevin Gaines was a black cop and they thought it was racially motivated and Rafael Perez took eight pounds of cocaine out of that cop's evidence locker that he had confiscated trying to get it pinned on him trying to frame him Jesus and got caught for that and after a couple years started spilling the beans about crimes and one of them was that happened in November of 97 six like about six months maybe eight months after Biggie's murder uh, was the cop David Mack um, robbed a Bank of America? What for seven hundred and twenty-two grand? Oh my god, seven hundred twenty-two thousand dollars. And his girlfriend, uh, at the time, apparently ratted him out. She worked at the Bank of America and helped oh helped him do it. And it's a crazy score. He's in jail, or he was in jail for like fourteen years, but he never told the cops where the money is. But the theory is that money was money that was left over to pay somebody for the hit on Biggie. Really? Because Biggie Hitman wasn't paid in full because they didn't also kill Diddy. Who was in the car with Who was Biggie. in the car. Now, where we get to that is Suge Knight had been employing some of these crash team cops at his, Fucking at his own Knight, parties and it. shit, you know? So he, he got them on their side, and, some, and every, the, the theory is... This isn't part of the thing that Rafael Perez admitted to when he finally went to jail, which he admitted to a lot of other things. I guess I was reading it led to 100 overturned cases and over 3,000 tainted cases. Oh, my God. Well, Just, yeah, and I'm sure there's even more than oh that, yeah, this, too. Yeah, like more than 70 cops were implicated in all of what And this he, is still the Rampart scandal, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and only about 12 of them got, had to resign or did anything more than just a slap on the wrist, of course. God. But uh, apparently that, that's the theory that through the connection with Suge after Tupac's murder that they were uh, employed. They didn't do the hit themselves. But those four cops in the Rampart division that you were talking they, about. They orchestrated the, the, hit. the clean murder because it was clean and it seemed uh, like, like just ready to go. Like it was just absolutely drive, like everything yeah. was was it was cop oriented, not like thug oriented. But that's the right. whole idea of what I'm talking here is that. These these cops were the real thugs. Like by going into the crash unit, because what you do in the crash unit, you just spend time with gang members, right? And learn what they do. And and by doing that, I mean they, and not not by doing that, but because they were crooked anyway, right? They became their own gang. Yeah. And they they were just the mo most powerful gang because they were they were they the fucking cops, right? They had the blue behind them, right? Yeah. So I mean, I'm glad the four four ex. I mean, I. David Mack, the guy who robbed the Bank of America, uh, I mean, sounded like he got some pretty vicious jail time. I mean, as far as like getting, I hope so. getting stabbed in jail, and fourteen stuff years that. doesn't even sound like that long when you're but a perpetrator of so yeah. many crimes behind the shield. That, most, I mean, of, most of these guys were bloods, like even though they were cops, like that was what was going on. So, I mean, it's just it's just crazy. The more the, when you look into it, that it seems like all the information is there, but there's still like. There's, there's still one. Any there's still one missing piece, though. Yeah. Well, because they never caught the guy that hit him, right? No, I mean they think that the guy is uh, Amir Muhammad who carried it out. That that is a guy that it's basically where the crash you would do. They you know pay a gangbanger to do something for them right. so they don't get their hands dirty. And but apparently, like people in jail have talked amongst each other that this guy did it and was complaining about not getting paid because he didn't kill Diddy and that's why the Bank of America got robbed and apparently it's all connected.
but wow. it's just it's Holy just nuts. Shit, I mean, dude. And to like, take away one of the greatest voices in hip hop because of that, because of Suge Knight. Because of Suge Knight. Suge I mean, Knight's still in jail, right? I think so, yeah. I mean, how could you even, like, and that's another thing, too. How could you be such a perpetrator to your own brethren? Yeah. You know? Like, and to get the cops involved is just so much more telling about how convoluted these lines can be in racial injustice. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's complex. I mean, like Suge Knight, as you said, just a terrible example of, of, or just like almost a stain on hip hop. You know? For sure. Oh yeah, Suge Knight is maybe one of the darkest stains on hip hop. Yeah. I would say. Unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a crazy story. It's also important it. to talk about how Biggie died because of the cops. Yeah, like exactly. This, this, that's, yeah. that's the whole point behind this. Is like people always think you know Tupac got killed, Biggie got killed because it was retaliation. Like, but there's right. more to it than that. There's crooked fucking police involved right. in the shit. And a lot like, of these old white people who just like again going back to the word hoodlums or thugs yeah or the like, hoodlums was in the title of the crash unit. that's community insane. resources against street hoodlums it's that's like who named that what you're vi- you're vilifying someone before even getting to the root at that point yeah. which is also the problem yeah it's people on the street they are hoodlums not it should be people on the street see if they're hoodlums not street hoodlums right exactly <laughs> but like all like older white culture who don't understand hip-hop at large or who feel like the glorification of drugs or murder or sex is actually turning society the wrong way, that's a problem because when you start to investigate something like this and you realize that a bunch of cops were behind the hit, who's the enemy here? Yeah, and like who do you trust? Who do you yeah. trust? And I'm, I'm sorry, like as a cop, you can't put a hit on someone. Like that's not part of your job description. Right. So. We, I mean, we we really need to be, and as you as you brought this in, we need to be thinking about who is to blame for this like martyrdom, or this this kind of misconstrued thought process of hip hop artists at large. You know, especially again, one of the more prominent, important ones of our time. I mean, I time. just think about growing up in like you know more of a small town, and you could imagine the image of like a white male police officer seeing a Biggie Smalls video or news report right. of him being killed and being like them damn hoodlums out there. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, it was <laughs> No, it was it was, it was your kind, yeah, fucker. Yeah, yeah. God damn, dude, that's, that's so crazy, infuriating. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's that a <sighs> couple of couple of my my privilege chick felt a little bit sadder. Yours actually made me feel good. I, I want to listen to Sister Rosetta Tharp. Sister Rosetta, yeah, yeah, she's awesome, and we need to continue to. But to honor Biggie, I think uh, I decided we we should roll out with some. We Biggie. should roll out. What what track did you pick? Notorious Thugs. Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah. Oh, I knew you were gonna pick something good. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do. It's a long one too. So it is a long sit, one. Settle so we, in. We're not done yeah, yet. We're yeah, we're gonna jam to we're it. We're not gonna come back though. That's it. But also before <laughs> we leave, oh, what a great episode, by the way. Yeah, it was another fleshy. We haven't even talked about how we're looking at each other. I right know now. we are together. Well, it's been obvious because you've been. Taking I've been. Off yeah, your shirt. no, that's true. Um, and also for our Patreon members. Uh, still waiting for my tasteful half nude. It's coming. We just we haven't <laughs> had begging a, for it. We haven't had a satellite episode yet. Right. Um, and also speaking of our Patreon members, what I really wanted to say is we will be donating um, to a cause that we feel important right now. It, it's uh, 
just because of the emergency that we're experiencing on the West Coast at the moment, we're going to take a, a small step back from racial injustice and equality and for uh, saving musically inclined spaces, safe spaces for both uh, musicians and concert goers. And I think we need to be donating our Patreons this month for the for this episode and the next episode to the California wildfires problem that we're experiencing yeah, right now. It'll be donated to uh, California Fire Foundation. And, uh, yeah, it's just an organization to help con- communities that have suffered through They're helping fires, people firefighters, who have, who have been displaced. Families. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right. That's great. It's really, I, I know, and I'm, I'm sure if you guys don't live in California or at, even at this even point. Even anywhere on the West Oregon Coast. Oregon and Washington at, at this yeah, point, too. Um, big time in Oregon. I know you're probably looking at us thinking, like, a few different things. Like, well, this happens every year. Or, like, well, you shouldn't live in California. But um, this is a climate change problem. Yeah. And the arid nature of the desert of california is only getting worse and if, if you go you, outside here it's perfectly yeah, obvious if you could that be, it's a major problem if you could be here with cam and i right now uh stepping outside and seeing an orange hue in the sky uh, and not being able to discern if that's the sun or the moon you can see in the sky that's a fucking problem yeah it looks like a movie set out there yeah it's and it's it looks like, like 28 days later yeah blade runner for sure yeah it's it's horrifying so we're gonna give our patreon and guys our patreon members however many of you there are thank you so much for continuing to stick with us thank you for being with us with these causes that we're donating to it's really important to us um and we can't thank you enough so and stay tuned for the radiohead episode it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be nasty it's actually probably gonna be the last episode we do yeah because we're gonna fight only one of us will come out alive that's true yeah (laughs) Well, dude, that was a great episode. Good Thank to see you, you again. I love you. you, handsome, sultry voice, post-punk king of you Los Angeles. Thanks for almost taking your whole shirt off. Uh, can I do one more orgasmic sound? If it if it's actually orgasmic, not okay. one of the weird right, pooping right. ones. That was pretty hot. How's that? That was pretty hot. That was good. All yeah. right. All right, right cool. out on that one. All right. All right here's some biggie. Trying to win, try not to sin. How off weed and lots of gin.
so much smoke need oxygen Steadily counting Benjamins Nigga you should too If you knew what this game would do to you Been in this shit since 92 Look at all the bullshit I've been through So called beef with you know who Fucked a few female stars or two Then I blew like niggas blew like my shit Not to be fucked with Motherfucker better duck quick Cause me and my dogs love the buck shit Fuck the luck shit strictly aim No aspirations to quit the game Spit your game, fuck your shit Grab your gap, call your clip Squeeze your clip, hit the right one Pass that weed, I got the light one All them niggas, I got the fight one All them hoes, I got the light one Our situation is a tight one What you gonna do? Fight or run? Seems to me that you'll take B Bone the big nigga die slowly I'ma tell you like a nigga told me Cash roll everything around me Shit, lyrically, niggas can't see me Fuck it, buy the coke, cook the coke, cut it Know the bitch before you call yourself loving it Nigga with a bench fucking it Doesn't it seem all to you? Bitch come through with mobs and crews Good fellas down to the most of dudes Who's the killer? Me or you? We forgive you For you know not what you do, do, do. 7 a.m. broke in the morning with Henny caffeine and green and nicotine No dough, so pop a couple of dough that I ripped up Nigga, Mr. Clean, big and clean Deep in my temple and I do get sentimentally stained With my instrumentality and heated especially for your team in the 45 and D will be in between the scenes Destroy your dreams, you willing to die, we'll see Time and defeat when it calls the scene We mean mug, mold, mold, trying to be perfect Disciples with it, survival, tongue of a double and sword Triple, six rivals, fit in fire This the real truth, bitch, breaking down for lies My massage, better be ready for all my game Shit, six, five, it's wild, bless the child The one ever came a man, put in positions I would have Run up a ton, pick up my pen and my hand, turn on my trusted friend, friend. Hey, open the left, see it for real. We all suited, beg my board in the morning. Maybe we ain't marching, we're shooting in every recruiting. There's a the ball every day in the ghetto. We start them up there, we hit them a bottle and a pen and plant it. Hit the level, kick it. Make some wine, step on the block with the rocks, but really me serving and promising. Get the fuck up, I'm down if it come back, talking like give me back my money. Thugging with me, killers need us a leader, but look at what niggas ain't got shit. But it's all about popcorn, so they get pissed off now. Who ready to get bit? Nigga like me, feeling for them three leaves, but I ain't got no dope. Gotta make some money, so I'm making my dummy rocks if I go broke. Rum, 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 rum,